ladies and gentlemen, purveyors of podcasts, friends of fitness and finery, welcome to episode number 29 of the DMC podcast with your hosts, Lord Adam Rigby, myself, and Count Cody Hunter. Cody, welcome to the show. Tena koutou katoa. Thanks oh. for having me, my brother. Kapoi, kapoi, kapoi. Oh, everything is kapoi. That's right, mate. That's right. There's been oh. a um. I forget it's Maori language week, eh, bro? Got to get into it a little bit. Doing doing a bit of a bit on it, you know. Good. Yeah, our week. It is our week. New Zealand get behind it. Uh, the the Let's Arkle is great. It's introducing the language, using it, sharing it, and people will, will likely use it as well once they understand it. Don't get fooled into thinking you need to be, you know, you know the language 100% as long as you know what the words mean, hey, in their context, and you say it in a way that is kind and respectful to the language and the people you were using it with, then bang, use it. Beautiful language, wonderful culture needs to be shared uh, and also explored way more than it is today. So kia ora, New Zealand, yeah. kia ora, the rest of the world. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Welcome to Welcome the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Well, mate, yeah, it's, um, how, how's your week been, bro? What's been happening? Uh, we haven't caught up as much with uh, the new gig. Everything's super busy, but how have you been, mate? What's been happening? Um, bro, like you, busy to the 10th degree so, so busy it was kind of funny at times you know when you get so much work on and you get a role and the next thing comes in and you just kind of giggle to yourself and that's it's you know you bring it upon yourself and it's what I wish for I love being busy it's the energy for me um and I have to be dedicated I have to be detailed uh, I have to make sure I do things correctly I have to write shit down do all the type of things that we talk about being organized um yeah love getting up early and having a purpose getting into it but going yeah super well on all fronts on all fronts and life and family and uh work is super busy and yeah leading into a massive week again and you too bro on the on the travel buzz and then back home for the weekend yeah that's right mate so a bit of a obviously a different schedule than i'm really used to eh? like being on the road you know away for most of the week back for the weekend which makes it pretty exciting to get home and see the family again um but i am loving obviously taking on a new role but then being able to like maximize every hour of the day because i have nothing else to think about other than just getting my work done which means i feel like i've really been able to fast track kind of my my i suppose development in this new role and, and get up to speed quite quickly and being the fact that i can't actually get into my territory have any meetings means that it's been even more of the sort of admin and the back-end stuff, which has been sick, mate. So uh, I'm actually quite grateful for that. Um, and then when the when everything opens up, mate, bang, game on. I'll be ready to rumble. You are in doing the mahi early doors, eh? Um, it's interesting, yeah. you know, with COVID, especially the zero distractions, but in some cases it provides way, way more distractions, like especially if you're at home and you've got kids and, and everybody's trying to mm -hmm. share spaces and, and time and energy. Sharing is difficult, but dedicated time in an office space um, for you, this is a good time for you to be able to do that as hard as it is to be away from your whānau. Um, mm -hmm. Short-term pain, eh? Short-term pain for long-term gain. I mean, you'll be up uh, a lot closer to head office soon, hopefully. 
um, as restrictions hopefully ease and a good time mm. to say uh, kia ora to our Auckland friends and those that are still in level four, level four, so over 30 days now, eh? And someone will be going, it's 33! Yeah, mate. 33 days, seven hours, 42 minutes and 18 seconds. Mate. Wow. That's yep, a lot. Exactly it's a, right. It's a lot. And remember really, why we're doing it. Remember wow. why we are all making sacrifices. Insane yep. that I've done you know, it's, uh, it's yeah. good to get to the cafe, eh, brother? Good to go have a little cheeky little coffee. <laughs> well, it's quite, yeah, definitely, you know, I. That's right. Just good to feel a little bit, bit free, mate. I know that, um, yeah, it sort of makes you appreciate those little things a bit more when you get them all taken away from you, of course. Um, which Absolutely. I'm feeling a little bit, bro, at the moment because, mate, I'm broken. I've broken myself the last week in two different areas, mate. So um, so now I'm, I'm going through the whole phase of realising how good it is when you're not injured. And here I am with dual injuries. Oh, doubled up. Was one not enough for you, <laughs> mate? mate? And I know how you love to excel. You just um, you thought, shit. Why why stop with one injury? Why not just mate, double up? What I tell you what, what mate. I blame, I blame COVID because what happens <laughs> is when I, when, I, when I don't get to the gym, mate, when my body stops moving as much as it normally does, being yeah, that I'm an old course. rugby player, yeah. everything comes back out and starts going like you know. So you've got to keep keep the joints oiled up like an old car, mate. You leave it in the driveway for too long, mate. It's going to rust up and you won't be able to start it again. That's me. So um, anyway, I went back and I've been training and just did nothing really. Just did some bench press and the shoulder tweaked out. It's been, at least I put my hand above my head now, but it was rough for a couple of days. And then yesterday, playing with Maddox and the rugby ball, I didn't even run or jump. I did some kind of weird step thing. And it felt like wow. a little bit of the old cartilage went inside the old knee. The old, oh. the old uh, yeah, which I used to obviously have a lot of experience with being that was my major knee issues back in rugby. Yep. And that feeling came back, mate, and it's uh, it, it didn't sleep very well. feels a bit better today, but, mate, what a shit show that's been. It's horrible, eh? especially if you've had injuries before and if there have been significant injuries and you feel a tweak in that same place. And, you know, I know what it's like with my – I mean, I've had serious issues with my knees prior and my back, especially I've got a bit of a twinge in my back, actually. But you go straight back to that dark place that you were at before and you remember all the rehab and all of the stuff that you couldn't do. You're like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> at that and moment. And the surgeries, eh, bro? Oh, and the cleanups. Surgeries. You're like, please don't have to go back in. Please don't have to go back in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Power tools and all the cool stuff and getting knocked out and waking up, not knowing where the fuck you are with a whole lot of bits missing and some new bits. But, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's this is the time that you need to be careful. And part of that is just trying to be consistent and moving as as part of that schedule because you know i think uh it's not necessarily exchanging like for like but moving is just moving whatever you can do is is success um whether it's walking or it doesn't have to be running um you know less lessen the impact but do do something whatever you have the ability to do if you mm -hmm. don't have the ability to find weights then find something heavy to pick up and put down but do it carefully um yeah don't try and absolutely smash a hole in yourself you've still got to keep front of mind your personal health but yeah fuck horrible when you because i i'd imagine you you know you're loading up your your, your the, the the um bench there someone comes over and asks you do you want to hand with your squats because you've probably got three four plates either side and you're like no mate, <laughs> mate i'll be the, honest uh, with you 
I was I, I, I was actually only on about the third set, and I go light because I don't go here very heavy these days. And uh, it's just just one of those freak things, mate. I, I was already warm. I'd already done a bit of work, done some stuff, but yeah, just just the way the old cookie crumbles sometimes, mate. You know, that's the way it is. Sometimes. I used to laugh actually, mate. We've got a guy um, that from the gym, um, super nice guy, hell of a good hell of a good bloke upper body carved out of absolute granite um and every day he was pushing those weights in the upper body obviously skip leg day and it was a genetic genetic thing but you know we always used to joke with you know if we were like interchangeable my legs and his upper body would have been unstoppable <laughs> <laughs> but um i saw him in the gym once and he was um, loading up the bar and i'm thinking oh he's gonna he's, he's about to do some squats or um and he picked it up and started uh, um, yeah, arm yeah. curling it <laughs> started doing arm curls i'm like Oh, okay. Yeah. One day, Mr. Rigby. Mate, I, um, I, I saw that situation in the, in the CrossFit gym, man. One of my mates who's a bloody good coach, man. And um, yeah, it was a squat day. And of course, we were, we were squatting each other. He was coaching. Uh, one of the girls did her squats and had to get the bar off her back, which happened to be stuck in the bottom. So we help her out. And then he starts bicep curling that weight that she failed a squat on. And then as soon as he racked it, he looked at me and he was, he realized how much of a douchebag he was. Oh, he, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he goes, oh man, what have I done? He just didn't realize it was so funny. No one was offended, but mate, just a funny sort of awareness thing where I was like, bro, that is Oops. such a dirtbag thing to do, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, welcome to my life. I live in the corner of the gym with all the lightweights, but, and that's part of the challenge, eh? When you're trying to, um, when you are trying to start your journey or restart your journey, even after injury, you go back and you and you're so consumed with what people think about you for lifting weights. It actually puts you off the experience and take it from me, people. I being a cyclist, it's not about upper body weight. It's about being as light and as lean as possible. And I can't think of a week that went by in the gym that I wasn't hassled by other instructors for the size of my arms. Thank you so much, but it's all relative to your fit, to, to your, exactly. uh, to who's at the top of your sport. Um, I think we talked about it yeah. before, you know, when you look at the, the top of cycling, the guys are 60 odd kgs and 5% body fat. So mm -hmm. um, try, try it's, carrying hundred kgs of shredded muscle up, uh, up the Alps or up, up into the Swiss mountains cannot do. So it's all relative, but. Yeah, bro. And it's like um, that whole, with everything these days, a lot of the answers <laughs> of advice that people ask for, right? like what to do, what's the best training method, what's the best exercise, what's the best nutrition. The word that always follows is depends. It depends. There's so many different things. It's not blanket for everyone. Everyone's got different goals, bodies, injuries, everything. It's just all by kind. Eh? So just depends, you know? So it's always good to follow up with that question, with that answer. Yeah, yeah. That and it, 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 is, it is difficult. And, and we have talked long and hard, lengthy, lengthy debates about uh, comparison, how you go in and you know, you start where you start, right? Your starting, your starting point is for you and you alone, and that's how it should be, not for any anybody else. So always question your motives when you're going going in. You know, remember it is for you 100%, whether it's for your health or your strength, your your well being. And if it's the start of the journey, it's okay if you're lifting way down the other end of the rack, and you know you can you can gaze at the rack, and that can aspire you. That can be your inspiration to slowly work your way up to it. But again, take your time, work your way up to it. Mm. Um, I, I saw a very very interesting podcast from Impact Theory, um, who's someone you you put me onto. Mm. Um, mm. 
along those lines, eh, mate, about how how to get better. And it mm. applies, and it applies to anything that anything that we do. And you know, we can start, we can go right back to we go right back to episode one. And the first thing, obviously, mate, A eh, is show up. <laughs> that is 100 percent um and we yeah. talk about the same thing so i mean what what are what do you think some of the tips bro from your regard like um if, if someone just if you're looking to improve if you're looking to start your journey we've taken that first step we are showing up what comes next for you i mean do you have an do you have an order do you have chaos theory how does it work for you yeah bro so like the you know, I always have a bit of a strategy when there's something that you really want to get better at and improve on. So I work through like about these four or five. So the way I used to coach this, there'd be a different um, sort of progression to how I work this. And number one, the first stage of the progression would always be, you know, where are you now? Which I called the audit. You know, like let's let's see where you are today. You know, if you want to be better at um, running 5K, well, we can't really tell if you're better or not unless we understand where you are today, right? So what is it you know so where are you today well my 5k time is you know 40 minutes okay great so that's your audit audit yourself audit your performance audit whatever it is the next stage is like where you obviously you know where do you want to go so what what's actually your goal which i call the create stage you know like i want to be i want to run a 20 minute 5k that's my that is my target that's my mission um and that's where i want to go and then the next stage obviously is is what i think is really important and that's applying purpose why do you want to do that? Because remember those early mornings where you got to wake up at three in the morning and go for a run and you don't want to. You need the purpose to get you there. So you must understand that. The next stage, bro, is actually obviously how. How are we going to do this? What is the strategy? What's the game plan? Which is obviously the, the what I call the scheduling part, you know, the whole plan out your schedule. I'm going to run Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm going to do this. You get a coach, whatever it is. And then, bro, the next stage is just so awesome. You said show up because that's obviously number one. Mm. After showing up, number two, with all that in between there, is do the work. Because do the if you don't do the work, you're not going to get better. Um, but, yeah, and you kind of repeat that pattern. You know, once you get to the, to the baseline again, you retest it. Are you where you want to be? What's next? And, and it's, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a really good way to sort of figure out what it is you want to do. And, and the game plan is the number one, bro. Like, yeah, because like I think you talked about today, like for a lot of the people showing up ended up being the easiest part. But now it's actually what the hell am I supposed to do while I'm here? <laughs> you know, how do I do it? And that's yeah. the next part, eh? Yeah, the audit is a really interesting thing because you've got to be honest in that space. And it goes back to mm. are you really prepared to do the work to get to that goal? Because it depends what you're, you, I mean, you look at comparison, where you want to be. Are you really committed and prepared? Because the old thing is, why start if you're not prepared to finish, right? If you're not prepared to be consistent. Um, a big thing, a big, a massive part of that is, um, and straight out of this impact theory, is you have to be prepared to fail on numerous occasions. It is part of the process. And the sooner you understand that, the better you are prepared to encounter that on the journey. Because if you're going through and every day is easy, where's the growth? You know, if every day is easy, where is the challenge? Where is the elevation? Where is the inspiration? Is it a step closer or is it just treading water? So I'm, I'm a big believer in we, we have to accept 
we're going to fail and fail and continue to fail. Um, one thing I heard, which was which was great about Edison and the light bulb. Um, mm. Now, it, it, it is written, as it is said, that Edison uh, invented 10,000 iterations of the light bulb before we got to the light bulb that we see today. Now, he said none of them... Uh, none of those were failures, but the way he worded it, the way he worded it was almost like there was a lesson in each of those, mm. and each of those mm. light bulbs were necessary. I'll find out what the what the exact terminology was used, but he said none of those ten thousand were failures. They were all part mm. of the process of getting to, you know, it's got, mm. you've got um, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Bingo, ten thousand, and that's the celebration. 100%. So, fuck, you know, and, and the so go back to the go back to the audit. Are you prepared to do the mahi? It is the grind. It is the consistency. It is getting oh. up on the shit days. It is making tough decisions, you know. And sometimes you've got to make a decision just to step out rather than just continue to keep grinding. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a that's a sensible approach. Knowing to knowing to because tunnel vision is tunnel tunnel vision can be a terrible thing in those space that space too, eh? Because you've got you've mm -hmm. got to you've got to take in all of your surroundings, all of the stimulus, all of the things in your life, and that way, mm -hmm. when you get when you get to your goal, you've actually carried those things with you instead of yeah. I think we talked about it before, eh? You get to the top, you're like yeah, woo, and oh yo, you can hear your own echo. <laughs> you can hear your own echo because you've literally. Isolated everybody and every everything. Everyone's sick of you. Yeah, uh, I must do uh, this. <laughs> I, um, I really, I really like the fail, the fail approach, eh, bro? Like we took, we do talk about it quite a bit, eh? But it's like, and as kids, we failed everything multiple times. <laughs> you know, you fell every time you stood up, you fell back on your face over and over and over and over and over again. You know, you spoke a sentence, you, you mispronounced the word, but you never quit. I mean, you were wired. To fail and keep going you don't just fall over once from trying to walk and then decide never to walk ever again you just keep on going keep on going and yeah. um I, I i love that bro and i had a good chat with um actually during the weekend at, at uh, my new job we're having a chat about some different um some different positions and things that people were going ahead to do and some things they wanted to try and we discussed exactly that because i said look someone needs to step up and give that a nudge but why don't you just be really really open and the fact that some of it may be out of your reach and you may just fail it. Like you may fail this position and you may not be able to do this. But if you're open about failing, it means that you won't pretend you're not failing and hide it. You remember the old band-aids? Yeah. Cover yeah. it with band-aids and pretend like I've got this sorted. But underneath you're like, I'm so screwed. I don't know what to do because you feel embarrassed or your ego's hurt. Whereas if you've already made the intention that, you know, there's a good chance that because, you, you know, you know by the, by the, the, um, the tasks that need to be done that you may just fail it then you're more likely to be like, hey, team, as we talked about, I can't handle this. Like, I'm not doing, I, I feel like I'm not going to be able to do this by myself or I need some help or what are some ideas? And that way, it's a massive open book, eh, bro? And you can work together. You're not hiding away, dealing with it all by yourself. You're asking for help. Um, but permission to fail, or, or, you know, is, is a great way just to take that leap and just go hard. And you just don't know what might happen, eh? Exciting things can happen with that permission. 
yeah accepting accepting as a part of the journey like you say that that you may need to ask for help and say fuck I can't, i'm just not getting anywhere um it's not that i can't do this but i'm trying so very hard and that too can be part of the problem mm. right i'm trying so very hard to accomplish to do this i'm doing everything in the book now it may mean there are some minor adjustments that need to take place for you and whether it's your you know whether it's a competition or whether it's a, a working goal that you're trying to uh, uh, a paper that you're trying to complete and you've just got a mental block maybe there's something in there that that just needs to be unlocked by asking or admitting to someone that hey i shit i need help i need mm. help be because you know that's what friends are for eh? um mm. look at look around you and look at the network of people that you have in your life like i'm blessed there's so many um so many i guess qualified via life and via experience and and, and of course via qualifications but some super smart authentic caring kind people who will share knowledge and if we if if you do have it then obviously mm. uh, you know um part of um tuiki o te reo maori also part of the culture knowledge is a gift knowledge mm. is a gift so if you have it, please share it and and allow people around you to grow. Um, yeah, don't keep shit like that a secret. Yeah, but yeah I love that. I love the journey. Yeah. As we say, we're long in the yeah. tooth, right? We've been here. We've done a few laps and we've experimented on ourselves and fallen flat. Um, but that's part of the fun, overcoming the joy and right. overcoming that stuff. Yeah, and I was going to say that um, you know if you do need help with these people with all this experience, like we talk about over, most people really want to share it like they do want to share it but they're not necessarily yep. going to come up to you unsolicited day and be like it's like being at the gym um I, i'm not very often unless it's my class but at a random gym that i'm just training at you're not going to walk up and say hey bro i've got to give you a stack of feedback on your shitty squat you know you don't you don't do that you don't just go up and give unsolicited coaching advice but again if someone comes up to you and asks mate it is all on of course i would love to share lessons and share you know mistakes and fixes and you know how to identify faults whatever it is um doesn't matter how high someone is in their area either eh, bro? it can be the highest person you've ever met like someone you're oh, amazing at, whoa amazing if you get access they'll be i mean look i'll buy you coffee if we can sit down and have a chat and they'll be like done i've got 10 minutes spare tomorrow i'd love to have a chat with you i mean it's just gonna ask hey eh? it's so good and that is a great leader to me um mm. no matter of put put all status aside wanting people to grow and develop and encouraging encouraging that and and you know giving over a part of yourself to be a part of that journey is super powerful like fuck it's powerful and i think you know it's way better to to put yourself out there and fail right than to sit mm. back and go god i wish i had and live with hashtag regards hashtag no regards you don't want no regrets in your life. You know, you don't want to go yeah. through the regret and say, I wish I would have done that. I I applaud the effort and the energy it takes. And I, if I look at um, instructing in the gym, you know, there are people that want to do it and people say, I could never do it. If it's something you feel passionate enough about to want to explore, and here's the word explore, fucking do it. Because here's the thing, you will learn a lot about yourself. You will learn a lot about more, a, you, a deeper dive into your passion, into the history, into what makes you tick and what's you, what makes you want to do this. Now, you may find that things like gym instruction, it's, it's unique and it may not be for you, but you 
have taken the opportunity to explore it and see at least you've tested the waters rather than just standing man going nah fuck that and then going man i wish i'd taken the punt there's no mm -hmm. failure in that space there's so many amazing lessons i think it takes so much bravery just to step up and be prepared to throw yourself out there especially in front of peers especially in front of friends you know especially in front of people who are your role models, like stepping into a new team. You're like, fuck, okay, a lot of these guys are absolute legends. I just don't want to fuck that up. You put so much pressure on yourself and you go, look, you know, look at, look at, the, look at the best players taking risks, taking chances, allowing their natural ability to take over their authentic nature that got, got them to that space anyway, their passion and the intensity that comes with that. That's the cool shit. So yeah, if you want to if you want to do something, um, step it up. Right. Take remember, up. remember, remember this motto. Do you remember you've got to be in it to win it? Was that Lotto? Was that the Lotto saying or something? Ooh, got to be in it to win it. Oh, I can't remember what it was, but anyway, whatever it is, if you think about that whole like that, that's like someone sitting there and go like, oh man, I, I never win Lotto. I wish I, you know, I wish I win. <laughs> go, oh, did you get a, Do you buy tickets? And you go, oh no, never. It was like, yeah. Boom. Complaining about someone won 12 million and you're like, oh, yeah. someone got 12 million. Did you buy a ticket? Nah, nah. Well, never do. Never do. Good on, good on them. To any lotto winners that are listening, I know a couple actually, legends of yeah. people. But, but um, yeah, bravo to you for taking Mate. a chance for buying that ticket and well, paying off. You can't, you can't expect to be better at something or to win something or to... Uh, to find anything unless you're willing to actually be in the game. You know what I mean? You I've can't say, play the game if yeah. you're not even playing, Mario. You've <laughs> got to say, that, that too, eh? The odds may be stacked against you, but there are still odds. There are yep. still odds. Odds on one <laughs> side, odds on the other. Doesn't matter how they are weighted, there's still yeah. a fucking chance. Still a chance. <laughs> and if it's 1%, oh. we're good. Well, mate, to win it, baby. Yeah, you've got more <laughs> of a chance of winning it than the person who didn't play the game and didn't buy a ticket at all, right? You've got fucking shit ton more of a chance to win than that. Um, but yeah, I think it's uh, it's cool to look at it like that, eh? Where you where you're just got to remember that if these, you know, or someone said, "Oh, my weight loss journey has been a complete failure," and then it's just or whatever, you know, it's still the question: Have you actually shown up? Have you actually done the work? Have you have you been consistent? Have you followed the game plan? And you're like, "Well, no, I've just I didn't do anything." Well done okay sure you you got exactly what you worked for that is exactly yeah. what you worked for is yeah. what you got <laughs> yeah weight loss weight no, loss so. journey we've i mean we've all been there me for my sport for cycling right and you for your for your bodybuilding man it is tough getting nutrition right for you is tough following ticking boxes is, is not necessarily the, the the way to do it but getting advice and things that work for you experimentation failure and just dealing with the, the the time that it takes is that instant fix you know i want to step in and be shredded oh by the way it's going to take oh, it's going to take 16 weeks what well how how can i be is there a three-day thing that i can do can i can i pay yeah. 10 times for two days is that is that how it works is that how shredding works no it's not it's <laughs> That old word that we use, mine. Mine. Because then they'll jump on like the whole like quick fix, say eh? like, oh, what if I take some uh, 
some like steroids or some kind of enhancement things like um yep it's still gonna take you <laughs> 16 weeks you know like you're still you've still yeah. got to work hard you've still got to do the work you've still got a nutrition don't just magically stand there and be like Oh, you know, like it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. and and I think we've gone back before before this. Uh, even the guys that that do juice themselves up, look, they've still got to pick stuff up and put stuff down. They're still, oh, you know, the mate. Mr. Olympias that are juiced to the absolute, and they're open about it now. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they're open yeah. about their cycles and what they take, and 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 um, you know, the 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 so-called TRT, which is 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 a tame way. These guys are just absolutely juicing themselves up. So without lifting the weights, they'd just be just be angry, spotty men, right? Um, swollen. But but the work yeah. that's involved in doing that, and I, I had this morbid fascination. And again, you know, I can go back to it. We've, we've chatted about it the, with the with the bodybuilders. And Justin asked me all the time because I used to push weights a long time ago. You know, considerably heavier. But um, but I've got this fascination with the fact that they just put themselves through this stuff, pushing oh, yeah. just. You know these superhuman weights taking their body to the absolute extreme. I'm like, holy yeah. fuck! I don't get it, but I'm like, I have to watch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I have to. It is, um, it is it is amazing what these so impressive, what yeah. people are prepared to do and how far you can take the human body. We talk about the Olympics. You know, there's some pretty piss poor examples of people that have cheated their way to the top of uh, the podium and and but you know at at a, at a clean level still um mm. the things that people put how, yeah how, how, how good how good's the ones that you hear and they're like oh mate i'd look like that if i if i look like that too if i took stacks of steroids and it's like no you wouldn't <laughs> and yeah, the other one i think it was arnie eh? i think arnie heard someone one day as he walked around they're like i'll never want to look that big and he's like don't worry you never will <laughs> <laughs> you know I, i'm i it's just each to their own i think um yeah. and whatever oh shit that's that well me lighting sorry um you know people will do whatever they feel they need to do in their chosen sport their passion people will always take everything to the extremes at the end of sport mm -hmm. you know even um cycling we can talk about the the, the history and and the abuse of of um uh, drugs at every end of the scale in the sport but it's in every it's in every it's in every sport it's it's in, it's inevitable that people will take it way too far um oh, yes. it's, part of, it's part of growth and development as humans as we learn and we grow um you know i'd like to think that there are still there are still people that are racing clean and looking after themselves and being real yeah. rock star role models for the for the youth you know for the youth that yeah. the, that doing the work doing the doing them doing the mahi i mean some great examples um you look at the us open for the tennis hey um an 18 year old and a 19 year old getting to the final of the mm -hmm. us open one being 200 to one at the start of the tournament the other being 100 to one now you would have made some money off those guys but to see them actually thrive in that environment you know um as a young person getting into the final and instantly becoming a millionaire mm. but it doesn't it didn't happen overnight even these guys were i think you know turning pro at 14 and 15 years old the tens of thousands of tennis balls that they have they have hit the countless yeah. sessions of coaching 
and there's a lot of privilege that comes with a, a, a lot of privilege attached to tennis too, eh? So it is looked mm. at pretty much a rich person's sport. So, you know, tennis are trying to open it up, making it more accessible, and it's it's going to be super, super challenging and super tough. But I love to see stories about young people coming through. Um, mm. Like any sport, it's Good tough. We, we see the top end, the multimillionaires making money hand over fist, but it's not like that for everybody. Um, so yeah, what we what we should strive to do is be role models for everybody, regardless of where they're at in their life. Tennis is a great example, way beyond privilege. You know, taking tennis rackets to the streets and getting his kids to hit balls, um, providing courts mm -hmm. and facilities is another massive challenge for them. You know, access to coaching, all of those types of things. Um, it's it's yeah, man. That's a that's a ten-hour podcast in itself, eh, bro? Yeah, it's uh, cool. And what, what what we're talking about, like ways to get better, eh? Like you said, you're saying ten thousand. Remember the old approach to our mastery, eh? They said ten thousand hours mm. of craft, you know, of work on something to become a master. And obviously, that means starting that journey pretty early if you want to get good at it early. So think about that when you think about how good those tennis players are at that age yeah. and their team. Like, how many hours? Of actual work that they've been doing again or doing a get good at shit ton of it <laughs> oh so much work yeah you can't just sit back and do like 30 minutes here and be like oh, i'll be fine mate it's gonna be a lot of reps a lot of reps a lot of work oh it's awesome man and that's you know if you if that's your idea of fun fuck go for it and it is it is fun it's not it can be torturous at times but again that could be mm. part of the fun it's the it's when you get to the back the back end of that um and we've re reviewed it before you know you think you get to a point where you think fuck i'm out i can't do it anymore and here you are mm. at 9987 hours of mastery and you've only got such mm. a limited time you forget about all the work you've done all of the hurdles yeah. it's only everything's come to a head at this moment um and so and that too you know it, progress will stall things will happen um uh, you can't help but be affected by everything around you in, in life as well, all of the variables. So, you know, you have to accept that there will be sidetracks again, bringing back that tunnel vision that you've got to take into account that there are things uh, evolving and revolving around you constantly and consistently. Those are an important part of the journey to consider as well. You know, you don't close yourself off. And in that too is opportunity, you know, in that too is opportunity. There could be people circling you um frantically that can be of help at some stage um and they're there for, mm. they're there for a reason like we say the universe points you in the right direction but yeah be prepared peeps you want to get better obviously front up you've got to be consistent and persistent as hell you've got man you've got to fuck you've got to be sure committed mm. as cody said do that audit are you prepared to do the work are you prepared to do the work? Ask yourself, because if you're not, you need to find something else. Without a word of a lie, yeah. you've got to make mm -hmm. a commitment to say, yes, I am prepared to do the work. And if it doesn't go quite right, don't beat yourself up. There's always plan B, there's plan C. We can go right through to, once we get past Z, Z like an XL, A1. Next column. Yeah. We just keep we just keep stacking them. There's always opportunities to learn from every little lesson, every failure that's stacked every day. Mm. 
is full of many, many little failures. Yeah. And I, I love that stuff. You know, it's problem solving. Like, mm. I, like I say, you know, I sell solutions. So problems to me are absolute gold. I love it. I love helping people. But also, you know, and it, it, it adjusts and adapts my mindset when approaching problems as well. Mm. We're, just pro- we're just problem solvers. That's what we're here to do, right? And, yeah. and connect. And if, we, if our lessons have the ability to problem solve for someone else and help them out of a tight spot, yes. Pump and it's a win it, baby. Yeah, Bo. And uh, <laughs> so it, it, one of my morning journaling activities that I like to put in, we might have talked before, but those things when I'm doing things that I want to be really good at, and we talked about it, obviously, we said show up. Remember the code. So you got the code, and that's yep. show up, do the work, never give up. And then you've got trust the process. And then another one I like to add on top of it is leave no one behind. And that's like something that if we're in our yep. groups and things that we're doing things, but you know, you always just think about that progression. Am I showing up today? Did I show up? Was I actually there? Did I did I play a hand? Did I do the work or did I piss around? Did I did I stay? Was I relentless? Did I stay in the game? Did I keep on going? And then the end of the day, you've got to remember that if I continue with those three and trust the process, then I'll get to where I want to go. But if I mess things up and I fail on it and I don't, well, I just quit or I just, you know, show up but do nothing. You know, that's why the whole if you know do something was like my whole motto for ages you know fucking yeah, do something because yeah you yeah. can show up a lot you can show up a lot and still do nothing and still be useless and still might as well stay at home so you've got to understand it's not just showing up you've sort of also still got to do the work and be you know be effective eh? yeah get in with a plan because it can take you know if you're going to the gym it can take 20 minutes out of your workout by just not fluffing yeah. not fluffing around and that can also equate to if you take that 20 minutes and add it whether it's daily weekly monthly annually how much more time have you got mm. for the other cool things in life that's the people around you so remember you know the people in your life too want you to be successful and want you to 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 succeed in your goals and and they want you to to, to goal set it's important right the drive the determination you become the role model as well so ask for feedback as well like I think, you know, if and, and obviously, you know, with with the family here, I, I um, you voice it by opening up in a conversation, um, mm. and and you'll get you'll get some feedback pretty pretty quick. Usually in a conversation, are you really going to do that? Oh shit! Or oh, that would be cool. Just sound it out, and if if you're keen about it, repeat it again, mm. bring it up again in a yeah. <laughs> in a conversation, and see how it flies. And in the language, you can start to you know. To not manipulating the conversation at all but start to talk about it more openly and oh do you really you know i'm i'm, I'm seriously considering doing this what do you think um and the right people will be on board and support you or they will check you and say look where you're at um maybe here's a good idea start here do this um Bro, in, I, I in terms it. of progression yeah. hey yeah so well, having um, honest people around you as well as being honest with yourself. So the audit doesn't have to be, you know, it's yeah. like trying to trying to do your own accounts as a, as a self-employed person. Fuck, nightmare. Get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get and, an accountant. Bro, <laughs> on that one too, it's really good to be like, to make sure while well, we all have these, we all have these kind of mates that we know will, will be like your cheerleader the whole time. They may not oh, question yeah. you or they may not give you the, but they'll be your cheerleader. They're probably not the ones to go to all the time because then whatever you say, they'll be like, oh yeah, bro. You want to oh, have yeah. some kind of, you want to have a couple of mates or people that are kind of like haters a little bit, or not haters, but ones who are like real, like will question your shit and make you explain it better. Okay, why? Why do you want to do it? And you're like, oh, because it sounds fun. 
yeah, but really why? So you got a pressure test today, and that's like I reckon you and we all know when we want to hear the answer, go for it, and yes, you normally go to the people you know will say go for it, yes, because <laughs> <laughs> then straight away you're like, it's not you know you won't ask for feedback from people who are going to give you bad feedback. You know you ask for the ones you know will be like, no, no, everything's good, bro. Yeah, everything's real cool. <laughs> Because you're like, oh, phew, that was lucky. Yes, man. Versus, yes, man. Ver- yeah, that's right. Versus you go up to that one person there who you know, like, oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to tell them. And I know they're going to break my balls over this idea. Here we go. Boom. And then it's like game on. So you got to be yeah. careful, eh? <laughs> and on the flip side of that, eh, finding someone who just says, nah, mate, you've fucking got rocks in your head. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. So you're like, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, you're I'll show to- you. Yeah, here's yeah, my reasoning yeah. to show you hang on a second that's not a good enough reason just to prove something yeah, someone else do it because you're a jack yeah I just think the fact that you're out there talking about doing stuff and have a mindset to take challenges on is great mm. you know I think and, and talking about doing stuff and looking I uh, go on YouTube and I've I've completely been inspired summer's coming to get back on to, to get back on the bike to do some more miles to get out with the mates to, to chat mm. more to do more uh, craving trips overseas, watching a lot about the Dolomites over in Italy, other riding over there. Um, saw some fantastic stuff in Spain. So I've been flicking messages to my mate saying Spain 2025, here we come. Mm. Same thing. Mm. 2025, uh, Vuelta España. Uh, get over there and just ride and do the things you love. But yes, yeah, sow the seed. So that in continue, don't let shit go. And of course, our catchphrase now is gotta be in it to win it. Gotta be in it to win it. You gotta want it as bad as you wanna breathe. How bad you want it, mate. You gotta want it as bad you want to breathe. Yeah, no, I do. I love love breathing, big fan of it. Every day I do it. It's a it's a (laughs) it's a habit of mine. (laughs) Mate. Did I tell you the one I saw, bro? And it was like uh, it was like taking a breath, yeah, taking one breath is basically starts the countdown to your death but you know you have like two minutes to your death but the thing is you breathe again and reset it every time like every breath is a reset and i was like yeah. whoa that is that's quite hard out that was awesome you know you know the cool. funny thing and and eric the preacher is <clears throat> i love the guy right he is out there but he's he's helping so many people by just the reality check the real way that he talks about it the awesome nature of his motivation and it's just that reality check he's the same thing mm. you, you've got to want mm. it you've got to be prepared to work for it you've got to be prepared to hustle but that saying is his right you've got to if you've got to if you want to succeed as much yeah. as you want to breathe and then he That's got right. t- you got the t-shirts made and it said yeah. if you want to succeed as much as you want to breath it said breath oh did it, it. yeah oh. so the first the first cut of t-shirts that he did were all wrong so he had to uh, yeah, yeah. He, had to, he had to get so it good that's part of the journey mate but love it that could, that could be us bro uh yeah my bro i've got i've got a little uh one of my little princesses coming in the room <laughs> and she's like she's like how long dad i gotta show you my picture but yes. um nothing beats <laughs> pictures. oh bro so good hey bro but amazing chats today mate i really needed this this afternoon to be honest oh it's a good and, one um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, you know everyone listening, thanks as always for being part of the DMC family. And um, yeah, keep listening, keep supporting, and we'll keep delivering, eh, bro? Yeah, bro. I mean, we're, we're obviously things are getting super busy for us, and and that's you know that's part of the fun for us, just showing you that we can still operate and be there for each other, which is the main thing. Just checking in, 
um, you know, keeping the content raw and real. For us, for you guys, again, catching up with Cody, like, uh, miss, miss the chats, you know, you're super busy. Um, every day we would communicate and now you're up there um, um, doing something you're really passionate about, which I'm just in awe of and super happy for you, bro. But we're going to celebrate that with level one. Level one in the sun. That's what we're all going to celebrate because the boys are going to go up to the 09. We should just organize an event where we just catch up somewhere and, and um, have a few quiets when levels permit. But look after each other, be kind to each other, uh, friends, fam in the 09 or around the Auckland region. Be strong. Kia kaha. Um, we're all with you. We're all in this together. We love you. Thank you so much for the support. That is episode number 29 of the DMC podcast and peace. Your video has been recorded.